Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, world? It's your boy, JP, and this is Views from the Porch. I'm here in the podcast studio with my dear friend and co-laborer in the gospel, the David Marvin. That's right. What's up, world? It's your boy, D. Marvin. I am here with my... I feel like you're making fun of me. <laughs> And also, Elena Haas is in the studio today. What's up, world? What's up, world? What are we talking about? We are talking about social media, people. It is everywhere. People are on it. It's exploding. How does a Christian handle living in a uh, social media you, frenzy-filled world. Do you think like the the internet is here to stay? Is nope. that thing going to catch on? Definitely a fad. A fad. On its way out. It and the computer, done. It and the Facebooks? And the Facebooks. All right. I miss the days when Facebook was just college. Yeah. Is, is MySpace still a thing? Hey, come on, dude. You know the answer. I, I've seen your MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> I updated it just a second yes, ago. <laughs> I know. I know. I believe I get notifications. Dude, I've got... I've got 17 friends on there. <laughs> Tom, not uh, including Tom. Hey, um, are you on social media? I am. Which which social media are you on? I am on the Facebooks. I am on uh, Instagram. I have a Snapchat, but I, I never use it, never check it. And then Twitter. So Twitter and Instagram primarily. And uh, it, you know what's hard about social media now is it's another outlook uh, uh, outlet rather for people to contact you. Oh, and yeah. so like, I just, I like email is kind of my demise. And so I check email at night, read every email, respond to every email. And I can't keep up with like the Facebook messenger and the Instagram messenger. I'm, I'm waving the white flag. So if, if you contacted me via Instagram, like several years ago and you're upset and we have conflict resolution because I haven't followed up with you, I'm so sorry. He he saw it. <laughs> and, uh, no, it, it's so true, though. And you know what is interesting, and then we can move on to actually talking about what we're going to talk about, is um, I don't know if this is just me. There's like messages that get sent to you that are like not by a friend, and there you have to accept them. Somehow I will every now and then either like swipe and hit either oh, a you triangle. Swipe? Wait, wait, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> well, you're are you swiping, on Tinder? You're swiping, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking yeah. about Tinder? Isn't that what we're talking about? <laughs> no, where on Instagram and on Facebook, there's like messages that if they're not a friend, they get sent to you and they get like filed somewhere that I, I don't know. Are you like, look at it and you're like, I don't know who this person is. Phone call happens and then that message disappears for forever. And uh, same thing on Instagram where people will tag you and I, I don't ever know I don't know. I think you've just confused the entire world. <laughs> and so hey, I, I I'll will give you a tutorial I'm, after this. I'm in the room and I didn't follow you. The most embarrassing moment I've had in social media recently is I had to Google how to do an Insta story. So to all of you who saw my one Insta story out there, thank you to my devoted followers. And it was a low moment for me. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about social media and what does it look like for a believer to leverage social media for uh, the sake of Christ and in a healthy way, and what are some of the ways that it is a um, leading to our demise and um, and really even impacting the way that we think, you know, as we've talked about narcissism and just the selfie culture and, and all of that. And so um, let me ask you this. Why do you think social media exploded 
the way that it did. I mean, the last 10 to 12 years, it's it become the second biggest country on the planet would be Facebook if it was took all the users and put them together. Why, why do you think that it has just taken off at such a fast pace? So I believe it was Pew Research uh, or maybe Mark uh, Tom Rainier's, uh millennials that said that the number one and number two goals of millennials was to number one, to get rich, number two, to get famous. And so there's a desire in us to be known. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we think about that in the Christian circles to be known, like to be authentic, to be real, to be transparent. But I think there's a desire in all of us to be known by everyone, to be famous, to be the center of attention, even to the introvert that's like, hey, I hate the spotlight. There's still something inside of us that wants to be loved and liked and cherished and appreciated and adored and in the, the really dangerous word worshipped. There's something in all of us that desires to be worshipped. And so social media is a possibility or is the potential for that, leaves the potential for that. And so we can pursue that through there. And then I also think there's something in all of our hearts we're keeping score. We're constantly looking for a matrix to keep score on life. And so we can do that with, hey, how many followers do I have? How many likes did I get? It's kind of like Amazon star rating, if you will, like the five stars status. Hmm. It's We're, we're trying to find a, a five star status for life. Like, how are we doing? And as we look for that matrix, as we look for that measurable, I think social media offers a counterfeit version of that that we're completely fine with. And so it's good. Uh, before we continue, let me say this just in case uh, anyone uh, is thinking it. Social media is not in the Bible that I know of. It's not in mine. It's not mentioned directly, at least. Uh, Paul doesn't talk about Instagram and there's no mention of Facebook in the Psalms. And, um, and so a lot of this, we're going to navigate as, uh, some of it will be our opinion. There's going to be principles that, you know, we're told as believers to do everything for the glory of God, but, but a lot of it and JP add or Elaine add anything to this that you would, a lot of the conversation we're about to have is, is rooted somewhat in our opinion, based on our understanding of principles informed by scripture. And some of it's just, uh, general wisdom that may apply to it. And so I say that in case someone listens to this and says, I can't believe that, you implied that I should consider getting off of Facebook for a certain amount of term. That's so legalistic. Or if anything that we discussed today uh, frustrates well, anger. Every day. I mean, we're just, we're, we're giving you our opinions and thoughts. Uh, when we say the scripture, you know, count it the scripture. If, if, if otherwise, you know, test it. And so we're not, this isn't something that we've come in extremely prepared for. We don't have documents in front of us that we're reading off of. This is a conversation and you're invited into the conversation uh, to listen to the conversation, take what's helpful, dismiss what's not. Uh, but that that's really what this podcast is, why it's different than the, the porch where we're actually creating a theological resource. I would not say this is a theological resource, but a conversation. It's good. So I know you've had a a season recently, at least in the past couple of years, where you've gone through waves where you've been on social media, you've been off social media, you have, um, I don't know, outsourced social media, um, but particularly you just had seasons, call it fasting from social media. What was the catalyst for some of those and, and what would you encourage someone? Why did you do that? Yeah. And how would that apply to someone out there who may be going, hey, is that well, something for, I should consider? Well, for several reasons. You know, Jesus says when you fast, and so he assumes that we do. And so I imagine there's believers that are listening to this podcast right now that you would say, hey, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible is true, and you've never fasted in your life. And it's a spiritual discipline that Jesus assumes that we're going to do. And so certainly we should do that from food from time to time. And then anything that masters us, First Corinthians 6.12 says everything is uh, permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. 
beneficial and I will not be mastered by any of it. And so when I sense that something grips my life tightly, um, that I'm continuing to return to it. So coffee was that recently. So I, I love coffee, have it every day. And so just recently gave it up to make sure that I can, to make sure that I'm not mastered by that. It's hard, you know to do that. Social media is the same way. I, you can now, with the latest uh, iOS update, you can see how much time you're spending on different apps and what you're doing. And, and it's, it's over. I mean, I would encourage everyone to go check, hey, how much time did you spend on the Bible app versus how much time did you spend on Instagram? And it's, it's a sad story sometimes that the phone tells. And so when I looked at my own, I was just convicted by that and said, hey, I'm going to take some time off of this. It, it was a really inconvenient season because I just uh, was, was moving toward publishing a book of course, the publisher wants you to to promote that book like crazy, tell the world that it's coming out. And right before that, I just said, hey, you know what, uh, as a as kind of a test and, you know, display, a personal display of, hey, I believe God in God. I believe these are the things of God. I'm just going to take some time off of social media. And uh, and so I did that as a, as a personal exercise. I, I haven't had Instagram on my phone in the past, so I'll use the website. But just Instagram with the hashtags I would, it was such a temptation for me. It was something I would mindlessly do, and, and I would get in trouble. I find myself clicking on a hashtag that was uh, of some sort of perverted nature or, or – um, you know, promiscuous nature, specifically like a, it might show a girl in a bikini or something like that. And it's like, oh man, what am I doing? So I, I did that, uh, you know, one too many times and was just like, hey, I don't, I don't even want that on my phone. And then when the book came out, I put it back on my phone and, and was using it to um, communicate with a launch group. And so it's back on my phone right now, but I, that's something I process with community and have those guys pray for me. They're asking me questions on a weekly basis around how that's going. So it's, it's definitely a, a struggle, I think, for everyone. So I heard a couple of the clear dangers that I almost go without saying, but it's worth double clicking on a little bit. And one of them is um, around lust or around um, social media is an easy way, at least I know in my own experience, to check up on old friends, old girlfriends, old, oh, she, her newsfeed pops up. That's one of the clear dangers that it can be, uh, particularly for guys and girls, uh, I'm sure. Um, so that's one. The, um, the uh, hashtag chasing hashtags uh, down to find either bikini shots or um, uh, yoga pants or anything and everything in between. Um, what are some of the other dangers that that are just present in uh, social media? comparison? Would be one of them yep. that it, it can feed something clearly inside of you. What what else would be some of the uh, yeah, I think comparison is a big one. So let's just start there because I, I don't think that's the one that a lot of people don't think about. And it is probably the one that's stealing the most joy. They say comparison is the thief of joy. You could write that down. Comparison is the thief of joy. I read that somewhere. I didn't come up with it. But uh, I, I think as we sit on there, uh, social media, and we sit and we compare ourselves because you're only displaying like the best. It's the highlight reel of people's lives. And you you look there like, oh, they're always in Hawaii or they're always at the beach and she's always doing something funny. And look, look how cute she's dressed. And wow, man, he's so lucky. And we just sit there and what we feed our heart discontentment and we compare our lives to others and we just feel like crud. And I I think it is contributing to the highest levels of depression and discontentment that we've ever seen in the history of history. And at some point, we've got to wake up from that. And I've, I've watched some, you know, almost like conspiracy theory uh, videos where, you know, some of the 
executives of these places are like, hey, man, what we created is not good. Or former executives of these places are saying, hey, what we created is not good. It is the new drug and people are addicted. And then I read a, a story the other day where you know some of their children, they're like, hey, we're not going to let our children have these devices or be on social media, which is ironic because it's it's their business and their income. And so the, to the general public, I think we can get fall victim to that like, hey um, – we're kind of the the morons out there just consuming the content, continuing to feed our hearts discontentment, continue to get depressed, and then asking why, and then keep doing the same thing over and over and over. I think comparison is a big one of those. Jealousy goes with that hand in hand. So as I compare myself to somebody else, I'm jealous or I covet what they have. So I'm guilty of of coveting, uh, which the scripture warns us against. Lust you touched on, that's that's a huge one, both for guys and girls. As you hashtag chase, you get stuck in a um, – uh, a pit of looking at things that you shouldn't, uh, wanting things that lust is another flavor, a more perverted flavor of coveting. Uh, narcissism we touched on, that's a huge one where you're trying to be the king of your world. Um, you want to be worshipped. And so there, there's only one reason, you know, you take a picture of yourself hanging off the cliff, you know, you, you're looking like, oh man, you got to take this picture. And you ask somebody, hey, get it, you know, selfie, whatever it is. It's It's because you want people to see that and be jealous of you. And it's crazy. We would never consciously, cognitively say that's absolutely what I'm doing, but it's the but that's the truth. That's what you're doing. I want to capture an amazing picture so people see it and they want to be me. And I would just say, call it what it is. There, there's something really dangerous about that. And I, I am completely guilty right now of projecting motives. And maybe I'm just taking my own wicked heart and and projecting it on the listeners. And so if if that's not you, be free. Uh, I'm not talking to you, but I, I would say. I think that's something worth considering. Another thing, the trap of social media is just laziness. Like we're sitting there, we're at work, we, we're, we're being paid hourly or but with a salary to do something and we're musing on Facebook or we're checking Instagram and I can see the time that people post things, you know, between the hours of eight and five and it's, and it's, you know, that's, that's something else to consider is, hey, is this, uh, am I, am I stealing from my employee, when the scripture says, do not steal, is that what I'm guilty of when I'm going on social media during uh, work hours where I'm supposed to be doing something else? You touched on old flings, old relationships, uh, the private communication nature that uh, social media presents is something dangerous. And so I'll just give you those pitfalls again real quick. Uh, comparison, jealousy or coveting, lust, narcissism, laziness, and then the private communication that lends itself to connecting, you know, with old relationships and and hiding things. It's good, man. Uh, only only two. I think you touched on one of them is is just discontent. It just feeds something that you alluded to earlier of just discontentment. And the other thing, and I don't know how to put this. This is so like John Piper esque, but it just it wastes your life. And not that and Instagram and Twitter and all those things are bad, but um, when you you look around at people and you're walking downtown or you're at a restaurant and everyone's on their phone, it, it that Piper quote of, uh, what is it, Twitter and Instagram will show that prayerlessness was not for a lack of time. Yeah, in the last days. In the last Twitter days. Twitter and Instagram will serve the purpose of showing that prayerlessness was not for lack of time. It just is such a distraction of, of I could be my own, self-included, pulling out my phone, redoing memory verses or memorizing or meditate on something and... And I'm checking about people I haven't seen in years and seeing what's going on. So um, what are some of the God-honoring, Christ-exalting ways? Because I've said before that um, on the same hand that we have all of the things you just mentioned, there are some real dangers. Uh, I've said, and I'm guessing here, this is my opinion, 
Apostle Paul would love social media. With the click of a button, you can share the gospel with thousands of people. Yeah. And um, and so what are the, some of the Christ-exalting or God-honoring things that that you could do with your social media and maybe should be doing or you could encourage people? It, it may be the thing that brings Jesus back. I mean, where, where the whole world can see him coming back as, as prophesied to us. Uh, that may social media very well may be the, the thing that God, the tool that God uses, not that he needs it, but if I'm just thinking out loud with what's available to us, it may be something. And so I think, you know, whenever you're encouraged by something in the word of God or you read something that spurs your on, stirs your affections for Jesus, that you share it. I mean, I shared an album recently that I was listening to that I loved and it was just shared that with the world resources. It's been an incredible tool for Welcome to Adulting. And so when that book came out, just trying to commute, you know, once you write a book, you have to tell the world that you wrote a book so that they know it and they, they'll read it. And so uh, obviously using social media for that. But it, I would even say with that, right, it's such a thin line. You and I have had these conversations of of self-promoting. Like, am I promoting the book? Am I promoting self? Or am I promoting Jesus? And I think for so often for people in ministry, we get in this with the bullseye of, hey, I want to make much of Jesus. I want to make Jesus known. And at some point it turns into, well, if people know me, then they know Jesus. And so I want them to know me because I want them to know Jesus. And then the all of a sudden, the I want them to know Jesus can drop off. And at the end of the day, we can just be, okay, I want them to know me. I want them to know me. I want them to know me. And you have to fight against that all the time. But there's, I mean, there's obviously... You know, lots of benefits in regards to sharing encouragement from God's word, connecting with other believers. And you know, today, this morning, I started my day by uh, with a breakfast of a friend that uh, I graduated high school with. So, uh, a guy that actually lived with us for a season, my parents and I. And um, you know, he went off to college. I haven't seen him since then. I was in College Station today, and we got to have breakfast. And just you know, social media was a way that we were able to connect. I was able to know where he was. And, uh, and so, you know, there's, there's certainly good. I think C.S. Lewis says, so great is something's potential for evil or, or so great is something's potential for good. Equally great is its potential for evil. Yeah. Man, social media would be a ex- great example of that. So he just talks about a cow, like a cow has a little potential, um, for, for greatness and equally little potential for, for evil. But however great something's potential is for greatness or or to be used for good, equally great is its potential for evil. That's certainly a provocative, a thought-provoking quote, and social media would fit that really well. I mean, it has a lot of potential to do good and a lot of potential to do evil. That's good. So I, I almost hear you saying um, something related to Hebrews chapter 12 where um, we're told by the author of Hebrews to throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us. And so there's certain things that that we're to throw off or social media would fit and there's clear ways that sin that's going to easily entangle you and then other things that are just going to hinder you. And we've hit on some of the sin things and that you've kind of alluded to um, things that are morally neutral. That's what I mean, the distinction there. There's ways that social media can draw you into sin and then there may be morally neutral ways that it is just, uh, it's a hindrance to your faith. Mm. And so you've said one of those being kind of checking out or laziness, any other ones that you would add that are almost morally neutral. One, one comes to mind for me. And, um, but I, I, like what, just as an example, like, um, it's just easy to, to follow the trails of, of, especially in the politicized age that we live in, either something sensational, I can't believe that X person said that or someone posts this. And I know in my heart, I can either find myself putting more hope in the government or more hope in, you know, some 
uh, Supreme Court judge being appointed or not. And that's not even the point in case that offends somebody, whether you think he should or shouldn't be. It's not the point. But it can feed something in me where I lose sight of like, God, at the end of the day, my hope is not in what's going on right now in in culture. And I can almost find myself being um, distracted by or my attention grabbed by and uh, and get like so focused in on yeah. things that friends are sharing. Well, we haven't touched on gossip, which I think is another one. I mean, yeah. it's just like this, it's this thing that makes gossip okay. Like you're reading about what everything is going on and you're feeding your heart, you know, dainty morsels that the Proverbs talks about. And, uh, and you're going to get fat with gossip as you continue to, to do that. And, and, um, I don't, I wouldn't be entertained by the things that Christ died for, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so you were saying morally neutral though. That's where I was, I wasn't, I wasn't tracking with you. Like here's another one. I don't know if this is true for ladies, so I'm going to throw out another one. Like, um, uh, being so obsessed with someone posts an article about Beyonce's new ex and people that we have, we don't know at all. And we're spending time focused on on learning about them like hours people will like just spend wasting time on social media or even just um yeah so that would be another example of where you can get caught up in celebrity the latest celeb news on facebook or posting just things like that that are not necessarily hey that's not sin and i'm not telling anyone that shouldn't do that but i know for me like i mentioned there can be things where it's just a clear waste of my time yeah that's the whole laziness thing we mentioned early on i mean i think that's that's what that contributes to is like, Hey, if you're being late, like it just has no eternal implications whatsoever. And I think sometimes we want to be so relevant in the world that we're irrelevant in the kingdom, Hmm. that we want to be so relevant to people here and around us, but our relevance in eternity is, is nothing, you know? And so I think that's certainly something, uh, something to fight. So, um, How do I know when I should take a fast or I should consider getting off Facebook or I should consider at least or Instagram or Twitter or whatever? I would just say you should, you know, make sure that you're not mastered by anything. So every now and then get off of it, make, take a break, make sure you're not mastered by it. And the more you feel mastered by it, maybe, you know, prolong, like lengthen the break that you take. I think that's just wisdom in regards to the to the way that you think about all things. But I mean, I, I know people that this is their occupation. I met with a guy uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and he was bummed because, you know, they just shut down Vine, the Vine app, which was that loop kind of social media app. And that shut down a stream of income for him because that's, that's what he does professionally. And so I think, um, I think, you know, to the, to the normal end user, uh, we need to consider, hey, what masters us? What are things that, that we're slave to? Yeah, almost if you don't want to get off or you um, you have the mindset, as I've heard you say before with other things, hey, it's not that big of a deal, then maybe you should prove it almost and say it's not that big of a deal and I'm going to pull back for a season. That could be appropriate or something. And if you're, tempta- and if you're tempted in any of these things, so like just go through the list, comparison, jealousy, lust, narcissism, laziness, uh, private communication, coveting gossiping if those are things that as we go through that list you're like oh yep yep check check did that today yep okay earlier yep that's true then i would get rid of it you know jesus says if your eye causes you to sin gouge it out throw it off if your right hand causes you to sin cut it off throw it away for it's better to enter the kingdom of heaven without an eye or a hand than for your whole body to be thrown into hell and so i think these things do seek to drag us out of relationship with christ and again i'll just say it, it can be used for good. It's not altogether morally wrong 
it's just a stumbling block, a, a huge temptation for a lot of people. And so we need to be wise. It's just like a, the podcast we did with about alcohol. And, you know, alcohol is not morally wrong, um, but it, it needs to be, uh, we need to be thoughtful in the way that we approach alcohol. Likewise, we need to be thoughtful in the way we approach social media. So there's obviously a lot of risks with being on social media and things you can see and consume and all that. And I think sometimes people are like, yeah, I want to set up boundaries. I don't even really know what that would look like. So it might be helpful to share what are some boundaries that you have when it comes to your social media? Yeah. So like for me, I just don't, I I confess to my guys when I meet with them Friday morning, if I've clicked on a hashtag. So my commitment is, hey, I'm not going to click on a hashtag because it just leads you down a rabbit trail. So that's a, that's a strange one that I've, I've implemented that has been helpful to me. Time like create time and space to do that. And so, um, you know, after I've spent time in the word in the morning, before I start my day, I may check social media. And then, and likewise, when I'm wrapping up the day, I may check social media, but to put it in, in boxes or boundaries and a fence so that it's not just something that we go to and check over and over. Like I looked at the, how many times the average person touches their phone. It was crazy. It was like thousands of times a day. And so just to be thoughtful around the parameters uh, like that, like, Hey, when, when can I? And so I just think people are like naturally resistant to rules for themselves. And I think a lot of times, uh, it's very wise uh, to apply, to create some rules for you that lead to godliness to, as the scriptures say, discipline yourself for godliness, um, to use restraint as it relates to these things. That's good, man. That's all I got. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Views from the porch. Uh, Excited to be with you again next week. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.